So the big question is this, how do nurses like us, who didn't start their fitness journey in high school nor have incredible genes, who are struggling with their weight and confidence while working shift work and long hours at stressful jobs, how do we develop and maintain a healthy and strong body and mind while still living a life we enjoy? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Rebecca Adams, and welcome to the Fitness for Nurses podcast. How's it going? Rebecca here from the Fitness for Nurses podcast. And before I dive into today's episode, I want to take a minute and say thank you. Um, I've received lots of messages about the previous podcast episode, episode number 27, where I explain my fitness journey in one sentence. Um, So thank you so much for your positive support. It means the world to me. Um, If you haven't went back and watched that episode yet, then please do, because it gives a little summary about kind of who I am, where I've come from, and things of that nature. So if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely do. Um, It gives a good overview of the person that you're listening to. So um, go check that one out. Um, But today I want to talk about hunger. More specifically, um, how to handle hunger when you're in a calorie deficit or when you're shedding fat, when you're cutting, when you are on a weight loss journey, however you want to word it. Um, Ultimately, it's normal to feel hungry from time to time while you are shedding fat. Your body, your metabolism wants to maintain homeostasis. It does not want to give up its fat stores because your body wants to hold on to its fat stores in case a period of time comes that it needs to dip into its fat stores when food goes scarce. So to ask your body to give up its fat stores is something that your body kind of fights. So it's not easy to do. It's easy to do in concept. It's just a few simple disciplines practiced every day the number one discipline being a calorie deficit, but it's not easy in reality because your body is kind of fighting against that process, right? So in that process, your body lets you know that is dipping into its fat stores via hunger cues. So uh, it is totally normal to feel hungry from time to time while you are on a diet, while you're shedding fat, while you're eating in a calorie deficit. However, Uh, There are a few things you can do to reduce your hunger, and that's what we're going to talk about here today. So we'll dive right in. I have three tips for you to reduce your hunger while you're in a calorie deficit, and here they are. So the first tip is to eat low-calorie, high-volume foods. I like to call these filler foods because they add a lot of food volume without adding a lot of calories. So they fill you up without adding a lot of calories to your day. So you're able to eat a lot more of them and eat until you're full without really blowing your calories for the day. Um, so I'll list a few examples of these, a few of my favorites. There's definitely others as well, but butternut squash, this is a great sweet potato substitute and has far fewer calories. Spaghetti squash, you can use this in place of pasta, cauliflower rice, um, again, a rice substitute, strawberries, watermelon, broccoli, all leafy greens. Um, These are all foods that have less than 50 calories per cup. So you can eat a large quantity of them without actually adding a whole lot of calories to your meal or to your day. So you can basically eat them relatively freely uh, until you're full. Uh, These foods are not things that I am overly strict on counting. Even when I cut down and got a six pack abs, I wasn't weighing my broccoli. I didn't have to get to that level and chances are you don't either. So unless you're pushing extremes and competing in a bodybuilding competition or something of that nature, chances are you do not need to be weighing and measuring your strawberries. 
Um, I see that oftentimes in nurses who are counting macros, it seems to be pretty common. Um, so you do not need to get to that level. The foods I just listed above are very low in calorie, very high volume. So they're great ways to fill up without adding a lot of calories and without having to be too meticulous with your intake of them. There are certain things you should be more particular with uh, measuring, for example, like peanut butter and things that are very high in calorie. It's important to be more particular with your portion sizes with the high calorie foods like that. But uh, these low calorie, high volume filler foods, eat away at them, eat until you're full for the most part. Um, it's very hard to overdo it on these things. So eat away. Um, so that's tip number one is to eat more high calorie, high volume filler foods. Tip two is to eat more protein. Um, eat protein with every meal and every snack. Protein helps to keep you fuller for longer. It's the most satiating of the three macronutrients. So eating protein with your meal helps to create a sense of fullness, which then helps to prevent excessive calorie consumption because you feel fuller in between your meals. So adding in protein to every meal um, and every snack is great to help keep you full on your fitness journey. And it's also great to maintain your muscle mass, which should always be the goal, but that's another podcast episode for another time. So Number one, low calorie, high volume filler foods. Number two, eat more protein, eat protein with every meal and every snack. Number three is simply to drink more water. So sometimes when you think you're hungry, you're actually just thirsty. So drink water, drink plenty of water throughout the day. I'm not going to dive into too much detail with this one other than drink lots of water. <laughs> um, and that kind of helps to keep your stomach fuller as well. And it's something that a lot of nurses are lacking. So uh, drinking more water can definitely help keep you fuller on your fitness journey. So drink lots of water, eat lots of protein, and eat lots of low-calorie, high-volume filler foods. So just to put this into perspective, how this kind of fits in your diet, um, if you were to take a chocolate bar and a meal that consists of a chicken breast and a cup of butternut squash fries and a cup of roasted broccoli, um, if you were to compare those two, which one do you think would keep you fuller for longer? So quite obviously, the chicken breast and the two cups of vegetables. Uh, vegetables are high in fiber. Chicken breast is high in protein and helps to keep you fuller for longer. And the physical volume of that food takes up a lot more space in your stomach and helps to fill you up and prevent you from feeling hungry. Um, so the calories in a chocolate bar and the calories in the meal I just said, the chicken breast with two cups of vegetables, the calories are likely around the same. Um, so say the calories were identical. You could eat either and still lose weight, to be clear, because it ultimately comes down to overall calorie balance. However, if you're eating food like chocolate bars and things of that nature, it's a lot harder to keep your portions in check uh, because you will be hungrier on your fat loss journey if you're eating things like chocolate that are high calorie while you're in a calorie deficit because um, 200 calories of chocolate does not go as far as 200 calories of chicken and vegetables does. So um, you will be hungrier. So to be clear, fat loss comes down to a calorie deficit. So you can create a calorie deficit and eat that chocolate bar throughout the day, but you will likely be hungrier if you do that than you would if you replace that chocolate bar with a healthy meal that consists of vegetables and chicken breast. <laughs> because um, 200 calories is 200 calories for the sake of fat loss. Yes, we could dive into like how nutrient dense um, the chicken and broccoli is, but ultimately for fat loss, the overall principle comes down to calorie deficit. So if you can stop at just eating the 200 calorie chocolate bar, 
um, while still maintaining a calorie deficit for that day, you would still get fat loss results. However, you would be hungrier than you would if you ate the chicken and broccoli meal instead of the chocolate bar because 200 calories of chicken and broccoli will fill you up for longer and make it easier to maintain that calorie deficit without that feeling of hunger. So it prevents excessive calorie consumption because it fills your stomach up more um, so you don't have that hungry sensation. Whereas if you were to eat that 200 calorie chocolate bar, chances are in a half hour, you're going to be hungry again. So then it's easy to overeat because you're still not full. Whereas a half hour after your chicken and two cups of vegetables meal, um, you will still be full. So I hope that makes sense. It comes down to overall calorie balance. If you are in a calorie deficit, it ultimately doesn't matter what foods you consume as long as you're in a calorie deficit for fat loss. However, eating the more low calorie, high volume filler foods, protein and drinking more water will help to keep you full because it creates physical volume in your stomach and protein is the most satiating of the macronutrients. So it helps to create a sense of fullness and thus prevents excessive calorie consumption. I hope that makes sense. Uh, if you like this podcast episode, please share it with a nurse in your life. The 30-day podcast challenge continues where every day for 30 days, I'm putting out a podcast episode to get comfortable being uncomfortable, uh, get comfortable in front of the microphone, and I encourage you to follow along. Find an action in your life that you feel will have the biggest impact if done regularly for 30 days and commit to doing that thing. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you and have an awesome day.